0: Welcome to Frya Singing Tips, the podcast. This show is all about helping you become the best singer you can possibly be, get practical tips, discover the awesomeness of your voice, and learn how to achieve your goals as a singer. So shut the door, grab your chai latte, and make yourself comfortable in your favorite space. You're about to embark on a journey of discovering the greatness of your voice. And here's your host. Hi and welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast episode 18. I'm so glad you tuned in today. Well, recently I did another Periscope session in which I talked about what makes a great vocal coach because a lot of people on YouTube ask me, how do you know if my teacher is a great teacher? What makes a great vocal coach? How do you know if they're knowledgeable? What is it that They need to know what is it that I should pay attention to in order to pick one. And so here are some answers for you. So I actually wanted to talk about um, what are the traits of a great vocal coach? Um, A lot of people ask me, like even, you know, like over YouTube, over my channel or so, like... um, they tell me about their teachers. Um, some say like they have an awesome teacher and some say like, I've had this teacher years and I feel like I'm not learning anything. And I'm not, get- not getting anywhere. So what is it that makes a great vocal coach? Now, to me, there's several things that are really important. Now, first of all, of course, it has to be someone who's knowledgeable, not only about well, on the one hand about the physiological aspects like the anatomy and how singing actually works, how the vocal tract is formed, you know, how this is, how this works in your body and what it actually does. Like what are the vocal cords? Where are they? How do they work? How does vocal cord closure work? What's the glottis? What does it do? The pharynx and the larynx. So like you gotta know the physiology of the whole apparatus in order to be able To like to really show someone also how to do it. So that's one aspect, the technicalities of it. Now the second aspect is also know the psychology of singing because don't underestimate that singing has so much to do with psychology because whatever your attitude is does a lot to your voice. Uh, your confidence does a lot to your voice you wouldn't believe it it's like just being confident can help you to spell that note out if you could do it you know like if physically you can do it usually there's still this hurdle of the psyche that keeps you from getting where you actually could go so that's another aspect and then the next aspect is to actually put the two together and have a plan for every specific singer everybody's different and that's it's like on the one hand it's a very hard thing to deal with as a vocal coach because it's like everybody is different and everybody has different problems and Everybody has to have them fixed differently because one exercise might work for one person and another exercise might not work for the other person. So you always have to be creative and come up with stuff like invent stuff on the fly. That you're like, okay, this isn't working, what can I try now? So um, be creative and just to know how to put the two together and um, just, you know, cater to everyone's need. Now, another element that I think is so important is to try to hear the person's natural voice and not to make them into anything that you think it should sound like. That's always a dangerous thing because a lot of times it's like, okay, some vocal coaches have this picture of like either making people sound like themselves or similar or like a certain sound that they think is right. That's not a good thing to do usually because everybody has a unique voice and everybody has different strengths and weaknesses and everybody has a different sound of their voice. Like the one person may have this really strong voice and the other next person may have this really soft voice. So first of all, as a vocal coach, you have to choose the right repertoire for your students. So um, it actually fits their vocal style and their, their vocal color and also, you know, just, Try to make your students happy because, I mean, really, you can't, as a vocal coach, you can't have a happy student if they constantly have the feeling that their voice is just not working and they have no idea where they're going because it's just, it all feels wrong and it just doesn't feel like themselves. Like, nobody will be happy trying to be pressed into a mold. It's a hard thing on the one hand because you always have to hear, it's like, okay, where is it actually the voice of the student sounds freed up and, you know, open? Where is it? So you have to find that space and just like try to put them into the direction, help them to find the way to find their own voice. And that's a big thing. There's one vocal coach on YouTube, uh, Felicia Ritchie. I think that's how it's pronounced. But um she's also an awesome vocal coach, but she's like, she, she calls herself a voice finder, which I think that's a great description of it because you actually help people find their voice because the voice is there. Like everybody has a voice and everybody actually sings and can sing, but just finding the right way. So everybody has a feeling like that's their own voice. So if you have a vocal coach and you have the feeling like, I have no idea what I'm doing and it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere where I feel like this is, it's getting any easier. Like I'm getting ease in singing and like, this is my voice. And also I'm not understanding what he or she wants from me. It's hard, you know, and sometimes like one vocal coach could be great for one person and for another person, it's not such a great match. So it's like a psychologist, I guess, or like a therapist, whatever. It has to be a good match. It doesn't mean someone is great or not great just because it doesn't fit you or it fits you. It's just like it has to be great for you. Like even my own voice teacher when I was in, at university studying opera, even then like for me it was perfect. It was a perfect match like she helped me have ease and find my voice and I was really happy with everything and then um, it wasn't for everybody. Like there were some people that had to, they wanted to change Teachers just because it wasn't a good fit. It's also a matter of personality. You have to feel comfortable in their presence. You have to feel like you can really let go, let your guards down. and like It's very important to really trust someone. It's very personal. Singing is extremely personal and it's kind of like you strip yourself down naked and just kind of show your vulnerability. You gotta feel comfortable. You gotta feel like you could be silly because sometimes we do silly stuff in the lessons. <laughs> There's like you gotta yell you gotta scream you gotta do whatever weird sounds sometimes or do stuff. That's like pant or whatever So you got to feel comfortable, that's important and maybe like the first couple of lessons will be kind of like, okay, it's a strange person, I don't know him or her yet, but then within a few lessons you should feel, you know, the barrier come down and feel like, okay, I guess I could just do about anything because it doesn't matter. That's my opinion in what makes a great vocal coach and as I said, it has to be a match, you know, like one vocal coach may be awesome for one person and then not fit for the next person so that's like okay apart from the fact that of course they have to know what they're talking about but I think there's also the issue about does it have to be a great singer I think teaching something and knowing how to do it Yes, to a certain extent, someone needs to, of course, know how to do it themselves and be good at it. But I think somebody could be an awesome teacher at something and not be the world's best at it. Like, and vice versa, the world's best singer may not be a great teacher. Maybe they know how to do it themselves, but they don't know how to actually explain it or to help someone get there too. In soccer, it's like sometimes the soccer trainers are world-renowned players and sometimes they're not. Like our, like Germany's um, top, like Jogi Löw, he wasn't like this world famous soccer player, but he has been an awesome trainer for the team. So. That's just the way I think it is. Although it is possible to study a lot on your own by, for example, watching videos, listening to podcasts and doing your exercises, it is a great idea to have someone actually coach you because the thing is that you don't see yourself from the outside and you also don't hear yourself as others hear you. It's just like acting, even though an actor may be the greatest actor, Still, he needs a director in order to watch from the outside to see what it looks like and then coach him through what the end result needs to be because you, your perception as the one performing is always different than what it seems for anybody who watches from the outside. Plus, if you start getting into some bad habits without anybody stopping you, it's so hard to get rid of habits again. I mean, like if you breathe wrong or you have wrong posture and you start doing things that are not healthy for your voice or that hinder you to actually get better and to really, really have a breakthrough. It is so hard to break those habits. Anybody knows that because in singing, everybody does have certain habits just because everybody starts singing when they're a kid and then that's you just get used to some way to sing and you just find your way the way it works. And then to change that habit that you have built over the years is such a hard thing. It's so much harder than starting from zero and just getting into the right habits. So... That's something to keep in mind, whether you need a vocal coach or whether you want to study on your own. You certainly can do a lot of work on your own, just be aware of those facts that i just was talking about and it's always a good idea whether you have a vocal coach or not to record yourself on audio first of all and then listen to yourself and then also record yourself on video and be critical see the good things but also be aware of the stuff that you need to work on now or that you just need to not do at all Always remember to keep your voice healthy. And if you feel that there's any pain or discomfort, then probably you're not doing it in a way that's healthy for your voice. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you're going to be back next Wednesday for another episode. And until then, keep on singing and always keep a song in your heart. Bye.